0: oh yeah it's 10 a.m for those who want to know let's do this good morning everybody my name is rob and as you see this is ultra universe live the series that covers the more fun geeky nerdy But once in a while, we throw in the culture because it kind of all blends together as well. We do have our other series, Everyday Heroes, which does cover more of the informational series. But, you know, we pick and choose as we go as to where we're going to, you know, file these under. Today, aliens, dragons, and human culture. Now, for those of you who know me, I'm a big fan of extraterrestrial and supernatural uh, studies. Um, I love the shows on History Channel about aliens, about supernatural, about mythology, but also about history, because all those things together—sorry, all those—sorry, all those things together make up a lot of what the culture becomes. A big thing, obviously, is dragons and humans in culture. Um, where does this bring in extraterrestrials? We'll bring it out in a second. But first, the culture of dragons in history. Now, of course, we have two major areas of the world that had dragon characters. We have the um, Asian-style dragon, which, for those who have seen pictures, more snake-like, big head, and usually very colorful. We then have the European dragon from movies such as Dragonheart, or pretty much any movie about Europe, the more ferocious-looking creature that we know and love. Um, Many comics, cartoons, TV shows have used him. Obviously, if you can tell behind me, I'm a Pokemon fan. Charizard, probably one of the most famous non-Dragon dragons. That's for another day. Um, However, you also have... um, it's really sad I go and think of one um uh, excuse me uh, in Marvel in Star Wars you have dragon-like creatures um DC um almost anything that is science fiction or fantasy has had a dragon-like creature so where does that come into human culture well dragons have been a part of most almost every culture there so as I mentioned Europe and Asia main two places but Native Americans in America had dragon style creatures, maybe not in the version that we know them, but they had some attributes. There might have been the fire breathing. There might have been the scaly skin. Some might have had wings. Um, you have Scottish and Irish folklore with some dragons up there. I believe it's called a wyvern. Um, I only know that from Sci-Fi Channel. Thank you, Sci-Fi. Um oh. <coughs> excuse me thank you sci-fi um but dragons go back to how many cultures um, saw their gods um the one of the probably most famous one is inca and mayan um i'm gonna have to look up his name let me see what his name is Okay, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Excuse me. Um, was a feathered serpent, and if you have uh, been down to the ruins, or if you have seen pictures or watched uh, shows on it, you will notice that there are many, many statues and uh, imagery of of that particular serpent god. Um, I say that one's the most famous because a lot of times, at least the stuff I've seen when it comes to artwork and whatnot. A lot of people imitate that particular one. Now, of course, the Chinese dragons as well. And of course the European too, but all in different aspects. European dragons seem to show mostly in fiction. Chinese dragons are more um, ceremonial and decorative when it comes to their uh, holidays. And then of course the Inca Maya God is strictly a, a God story for them. Now we bring into the alien aspect here. And again, this is just personal opinion. We're not here to force feed anything or tell you anything. This is just from what I've read and what kind of makes sense to me. So on some of the shows I was watching, many people have contributed or attributed the fact that dragons usually fly. And a lot of times when the ancient peoples draw or carve what it looks like, similar it, it's oh, sorry. It similarly looks <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, it similarly looks like a, uh, a plane or a flying craft. That's where the alien theory comes into mind. Many times people have thought that possibly, and this goes for many of the God stories, whether you are of Jewish faith, Christian faith, Muslim faith, Hindu faith, you name it, many times people have attributed the gods to extraterrestrials in the form of flying craft. Whether or not that's true, this is not that time and place we're doing it. This is just strictly talk about the culture and the stories behind it. Now, whether you are one of the fact that it was a creature or a god, that's one way. Whether you are of the fact that it is of extraterrestrial origin, that's another way. But what's interesting, if you put the two together, the stories seem to overlap either way, and they both work out together. Um, You can talk about stories from the Bible and the Torah Um, and the Quran and all that. And when you read the stories and you put the evidence to the story and the culture to the story, everything kind of comes full circle and makes sense. Again, we're not here saying one way or the other. We're just here telling you what our thoughts are on the topic. As far as living dragon, now, of course, science calls certain animals, such as the Komodo dragon, because of its ferocity, its size, and its aggression, um, a real-life dragon. Um, Some archaeologists have found um, bones though most ended up being those of pterodactyl or other flying dinosaur. But again who says a dragon and dinosaur aren't the same thing? They both share reptilian features, dinosaurs being reptilian and dragons looking like they come from a reptilian line. But again that's for another video too. Um, It's interesting to put into play what anything could be. Now this is where my personal kind of out of the box thinking comes. You never know what what it is, and you never will know necessarily. There are ways to find out question or answers to questions. There are ways to do um, science and experiments. However, not everybody wants to or can, and that's kind of where it stops. This is like the general alien discussion altogether. Um, the government says one thing, and then just kind of says, "Oh, we don't have the ability. We're done." And that's that. You don't really have any way of changing that because you're not the government. However, you definitely, you definitely think there are answers to these questions, or should be answers to the questions. Strictly because, sorry, my little uh, little guy down here fell over. Um, strictly because it's too open-cased to not have answers to it. So back to the dragon alien discussion. What exactly is it that they saw or didn't see? Of course, most ancient peoples have have passed; Those who are relatives of, or those who have found relics of, you can read what they say and you can take into it. But unfortunately, because it's a story and because it's a culture, that's all you can do is to read and to decipher your own personal thought. Is one person right over somebody else? Probably not. Is, is everybody in general looking at the same possible explanation? I would think so. It's really how you go about looking at it. So whether you are of the one who is into extraterrestrial science or one that believes it was strictly a cultural story or one that thinks it could have been that, uh, that ancestors and ancient people saw uh, some creatures, some gods, some sort of formation, that also works too. There is no wrong or right answer all there is, is the idea that we have a story and that story created how the earth has been shaped. So whether it's how you do the things you do in your culture, whether it's how uh, countries are run, whether it's how you and your family do your specific things, everybody has a reason behind it. And that's the cool thing about this. There is no incorrect way to say it. And I say this a lot, you know, this is one of the reason why I back off on social media a lot. Because I'm not one to get into those conversations of people who just, they have the one way to go. That's fine. You are allowed to have the opinion on it. But I am not going to have that conversation with, with you know, unless there is the equal opportunity for everybody to state their claim. And when it comes to history, when it comes to mythology, supernatural, whatever, that is the one area of science that allows you to do just that you are allowed to make your story and you don't have to have the proof necessarily. You don't have to have the reasoning, but if it makes sense to you, that's all that matters. So I will I will say this, I am of the one that it could be either or. Um, science has always proven that different creatures are being found via bones, via DNA and via excavation, but there's highly possible chance that our ancestors, the ancient uh, peoples, were somehow connected to a otherworldly source, whether it was a god or gods uh, in their mind, or whether it was extraterrestrial, or whether the, the, the two came together, who knows? So that's where we're gonna leave it here. Let me know what you guys think. Again, these are strictly opinion-based. We are never coming on here to tell you, think this way, do this thing. We are just giving you a few minutes of what we find interesting. And we hope that you enjoy for anybody who may have not, we you know, we, you know, that that's fine. That's okay. Um, we're not going to please everybody, but just know that we are going to have the discussions as we go. And we hope that you guys will have the open conversation with us and with others and discuss what you guys think. So until next time, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We got a bunch of people on today. If you weren't able to watch it live on replay YouTube, Twitch and Twitter while you're there, Please subscribe, the more you give to us, the more we can give back to you. And as always guys, enjoy your day and we will be back tomorrow for another video. Oh, excuse me, another video.